Collect Football Live, Episode 6. Today we're going to talk about some vintage cards from Germany. And so kind of trying to figure out the format and what I'm going to do. I know I didn't really provide a ton of information in the the Italy uh, episode because I was trying to get through it pretty quickly. But there's just a lot less information that I just wasn't really, you know, confident in providing you. But uh, Germany, it's a little more straightforward. There's, uh, you know, years that are provided rather than just, okay, these are from the 30s and that sort of thing. I guess what I'll do is I'll just start out with the players that I think are the ones, at least the ones that I pay attention to and look for and just kind of give you a little bit of information about each of those players, you know, why I kind of collect them. First thing I wanted to say is that if you join my discord channel, I provided a 20% off discount code uh, for my website. So if you see anything on my site that you want, you can get 20% off. You just need to uh, join the discord and then find the code that I posted which is pretty easy to find. It's just in one of the uh, channels. So let's get started with some players. Uh, The first player that I wanted to talk about is a goalkeeper. He's from Czechoslovakia. His name's Francisek Planica. We talked about some other goalkeepers in the Spain and the Italy episodes. The Spain, we talked about Ricardo Zamora, and then we talked about Gian Piero Combi in Italy. And Planica is the third goalkeeper that was kind of a tier above everyone else. It was those three. And according to most ratings and rankings, he was rated the top of those three. He's a goalkeeper that I keep an eye out for. I search him constantly, just trying to find some some cards. A lot of them are in the 30s that you can locate of his. His his rookie is actually the 1926 Grayling, which I have a photo of. I'll show a little later. I believe that's his rookie. I think that's his first card, but as far as I know. But most of his you'll find are from the 30s. And I actually did a search beforehand to see if there was any really out there. I have one selling on eBay, and that's really the only one that I, I see that's available at the moment. I didn't see anything even on eBay uh, for Germany. Uh, he was a goalkeeper. He was a captain of their 1934 and 1938 World Cup teams. They made it to the finals of, I want to say it was the 1934 against Italy, and they were playing in Italy and lost in the final. Probably the best run that they will ever have, but he he was considered one of the best of all time, and definitely worth the ad if you can find any of his cards and i'm, I'm gonna butcher names and i've just come to embrace it if you want to tell me the correct way to pronounce somebody's name you know feel free to post it i'll try to do better next time but the next one is fritz sepan s-z-e-p-a-n and sometimes you'll see it 
spelled C-Z-E-P-A-N. He's from Germany. Uh, he played for Schalke. He was the captain of the 1934 and the 1938 World Cup teams. A lot of the cards you'll find of his are actually with his brother-in-law, who also played for Schalke, Ernest Kazora. Sepan had a... He was probably the best like German player I could find in that era to uh, kind of keep an eye on. And he's really the only... Uh, there's one other German player that came along later on, but pre-war, there's just not a ton of um, super prolific players from Germany. But he he's probably the uh, top player pre-war from Germany. And I think I have I might be I have a card to show you. Uh, the next one is Matthias Sindelar uh, from Austria. He is known as the Mozart of football, like incredible playmaker. He he has an interesting story because he played for. Austria and you know during Nazi Germany they annexed Austria and they had already qualified for the 1938 World Cup but basically Germany Germany's like now nah, you're now part of us you, you know your players have to play for us they had one last match they were playing against Germany and their typical kits were not anything no, their colors I believe were black and white or something like that and he talked his teammates to all wearing uh, red, white, and red kits, which was the color of their flag, to kind of show show up, you know, the powers that be in Germany. When they played, there was some, like, obvious uh, moments where the Austrian players would miss shots because they, I don't know if they were being influenced to not destroy the German team, but in the second half, uh, Sindelar scored, and they ended up winning 2-0. to zero. And he would never play for the German team. And a year later, he and his girlfriend were found dead in their apartment. The official story is that he died of carbon monoxide poisoning from a faulty chimney. But uh, there was rumors that there was foul play from the uh, German powers that were unhappy with his lack of playing with them and lack of uh, interest in helping them out. The Austrian team back then was known as the Wunder team, uh, just because they, the way they played was a little different than most, and he was the uh, key cog in that team. He's definitely one that I've seen his prices starting to go up a bit in some of the sales that I've made and sales that I've, I've seen um, from other cards. I'm pretty sure he has a, a Grayling card also in the, the from the twenties, but most of the ones you'll see is the nineteen thirty two Bulgaria Sport. The next player is uh, Georgi Sarosi from Hungary. Uh, he's considered one of the greatest players from the pre war era. Uh, he had three hundred fifty one goals and three hundred eighty three matches. Hungary made the finals of the nineteen thirty eight World Cup and then lost uh, to Italy. Sarosi, I don't see a lot of his cards. The most common one I see is the 1938 uh, Koenig Foosball, um, which I will show you an example of the card or the, the issue, but uh, not the card. I do have that card on my eBay account. So if you want to see the specific card of him, I think it's like a graded a two or a three. They're, they're a pretty cool looking card. I, I mean, you'll see it in a little bit, but. And the last player I wanted to bring up is a little bit later. He started a little bit later into the 40s, but he was uh, probably the most prolific goal scorer for Germany uh, during that time. Uh, his name's Fritz Walter. 
He scored 357 goals in 364 matches. Uh, he was the captain of the 1954 World Cup team for Germany, who won the World Cup that year. You know, obviously his prolific goal scoring should be uh, pretty popular with collectors. His cards, I want to say like the ones that I've seen mostly are in the early 50s. From what I understand, he actually played some matches in Spain in the 40s just for a minute. He actually has a card from a Spanish issue in the 40s, but I keep looking for it. I had read about it three, four months ago, and I saw the picture of the card. And that now when I go back to look for it, I cannot find it for the life of me. And I keep searching everywhere to see if I can find his card, and I just can't find that same card. So when I find it, I'll share it in the Discord. Uh, but that's where we're kind of at there. I do see on eBay there in the German ver- edition of eBay, there's a 1952 issue you can find a decent amount of his cards from the 50s. Then we get into like the late 50s and the early 60s, and that's when they really started. Like, you know, the 58 World Cup, there's a lot of German sets from the 58 World Cup, so you find a lot of Pele cards. Lev Yashin, who's considered one of the greatest goalkeepers of all time, played in the late 50s, early 60s, and on into the 70s. But his rookies are from that time. So you can find some rookies of some of all-time greats um, in German issues because they just made so many different sets back then. And a lot of the sets had multiple cards of each player. They've had a ton of issues you know, since the 20s from when I really start noticing that there's cards being made, which was like the mid-20s. The main brands are the Grayling, G-R-E-I-L-I-N-G. You'll see most of those issues are from like 20, 1926 to 1928, but then they also did some in the 30s, so you'll see that name in some of the brands uh, from cards in the 30s. Koenig Fußball, that's a pretty ornate set. I love it. There's a ton of great photos in it. Um, a lot of A lot of the players from the World Cup are in that set. Giuseppe Meazza, who we uh, talked about in Italy, he has a card. It's just an Italy card from that Koenig Fußball. So it doesn't even mention his name, but it's clear as day he's on the photo. I actually just picked one up uh, from the eBay uh, Germany for like $20 or something like that. So if you look for that and look find the Italy card, you might be able to um, you know, squeak out a pretty good deal. Uh, Monopole is another set that you'll find in the early 30s. That was a real big issue, so there's a lot of soccer cards in that. A lot of the sets are very, you know, various sports. Um, so you'll find sets that have soccer and different Olympic sports uh, included in the same set. And then some of them are just specific to soccer. Now I'm going to uh, pull up the photos so you can kind of see the different cards. Okay, so this is the Planica uh, from the 1926 Grayling on the left. The Grayling cards actually came in different sizes. Some of them are in black and white. Some of them are in color. Uh, for the podcast listeners, the Grayling is G-R-E-I-L-I-N-G, another tobacco issue. You can see in these two cards, they're the front or the one that you're seeing with the Planica is a little bit bigger than the one I'm showing the back of. Uh, the next one I'm showing you is on the top is the 1938 Koenig Fußball. Um, that's uh, Matthias Sindelar. Actually, both of the cards that you see are Matthias Sindelar. Koenig, front and back there. You'll notice when you see these cards from Germany, they're very, um, I don't know the word I'm trying to find, like 
very cold. You know what I mean? They're mainly black and whites. They're mainly, there's not a lot of color or design. It's very just plain. So these Koenig ones are actually some of the more ornate ones that you'll actually find where there's some like gold leaf and some various colors in the border. The next two cards are from the mid thirties. The one on the left, I believe is 1937 or 1938. It's a Dirk Kicker. Um, I want to say that's also a cigarette. Both of these are cigarette brands. The one on the right is Murati from 1934. So Paul Jane's on the left. He was a uh, defense, like a center back, but one of the better uh, center backs at the time. And then on the right is actually the, uh, uh, Fritz Sapon and Ernest Kazora, his brother-in-law, are in that card. Uh, the one on the right is Sapon, and uh, the left is Kuzora. Here's some examples of the later 50s, early 60s cards. Um, the top one is a Heinerly, that big set I was talking about before that had Pelet in it and a bunch of, uh, you know, that has a ton of the German players in it. There's it's a really large set, and actually, it's kind of hard to differentiate the years because I believe the set goes from 59 to 61-ish, and they all kind of look very similar. There's just a little bit of a difference on the back of the card that um, you'll have to learn to be able to uh, figure out which year it's from. But the cards, I don't believe, are made in each of the years. So, like, this Yashin on top is only made from 19... 19- I believe it's 1960 for that card, or 1959, one of the two. And then the one at the bottom is the Fockring set. That's uh, Just Fontaine, who played in the 1958 uh, World Cup from France. Uh, he was the leading goal scorer for the World Cup. So he only played in one World Cup, scored 13 goals, which obviously is the record for most goal scored in one World Cup. Uh, I believe he's the fourth leading goal scorer all time uh, for the World Cup, and he only played in (laughs) one World Cup. Klosa, I think, is the leader with 16 goals, and he played in four different World Cups. So (laughs) he has way more games played than uh, Just Fontaine does, but it's a pretty rare issue, and um, I'm seeing a lot of them sell for pretty high prices at the moment. I don't really have much else left, left to say about that. I mean, it seems like when I was looking in the, on eBay, um, Germany, there's there's not a lot out there at the moment. And I don't know if everybody's just gone there and scooped everything up or, you know, I just missed it. But it it, it seemed, like, seemed like there wasn't a whole lot to uh, be bought there. If I find anything, I'll post it in the uh, Discord um, and like I said, if you join the Discord, you can use that uh, the code that I supplied in there to get 20% off my website. Um, and that's valid until, I believe it's like midnight on October 18th. So uh, Sunday night is when that code is no longer valid. Uh, all my contact information, you know, if you want to hit up any of the social media, all that kind of stuff is down below on the YouTube page. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I put my Linktree link in the description. So uh, if you use that, that'll send you to links to all of my uh, different accounts and, and you can hit me up through those. You know, that's pretty much it. Appreciate you listening. I mean, anybody who takes time out to listen to me babble, you know, I appreciate it. Um, It's been nice to hear some of the comments from people saying 
that this has been useful. I'm getting a few more of those recently, and that's really nice to hear. And I'll be the first to say I don't know the most. You know, I'm just sharing what I do know. And I'm gonna. There's gonna be times where I say something and I'm wrong, and you know, it's obviously not intentional. I'm just basing it off of my experience. So if you do ever hear me say something wrong, I w- I would love for you to correct me because that's just gonna help me out. Uh, the next one I'm gonna do is on South America. I'm excited for that one because there's so many good players from South America that you know people don't focus on because they just don't have the uh, media or the market that drives them. So. Uh, that's one I'm really looking forward to. I kind of put that one off because I really have to uh, figure out how I'm going to put that together because there's a lot of people. I may have to do two different uh, episodes on that, but it might be more than a week for this next show. It'd probably be um, closer to two weeks before I can put out another episode unless I get some free time coming up. Yeah, that's it. I appreciate you all for uh, listening and I will talk to you next time.